1: Go ahead.
2: That was Girls by the Beastie Boys you've been listening to. And that means it is time for Not Just Blowing Smoke, Ladies Takeover Edition. So we're going to get started coming at you live from the Twin Smoke Shop studio headquarters in Hookset, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Bree, and I'm here with my co-host, Kendra, the Potion Master, and our newest seven... T- oh, nope, she's not here. Um, so Yvonne Ramey was supposed to make it. She was from um, Dunbarton Tobacco Trust. Unfortunately, she couldn't tonight. Um, so for now, it's just going to be Kendra and um, Talia, one of our liquor reps. We call her Tequila Talia, and um, she's going to be here with us tonight. So thanks for being here. How's everybody doing tonight? Excellent. Hey.
1: <laughs> just, hey, hey, okay, that's man. what <laughs> I'm supposed to say. <laughs>
2: yes. So tonight, oh, and I forgot about our newest guest over here. This is Davina, the divine. Yo. Yes. You might recognize her from somewhere. <laughs> okay. So, um, tonight we are smoking the Sobremesa Cervantes Fino. So, this cigar has an Ecuadorian wrapper. It has a Mexi- binder from Mexico, filler from Nicaragua. And it is a Lonsdale, six and a quarter by forty-six. So, what? How are we feeling about this cigar tonight?
3: <laughs> it, it's it's feeling start... pretty good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, can can you elaborate a little bit?
3: Um, I'm getting some very light uh, earths and leathers. Um, it's pretty mild for me. Um, yeah, you know, it's very creamy and very smooth hmm I haven't even had any drink yet, actually.
1: No.
2: Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, i got to so take a little sip here. We'll get back to the cigar itself, but for now, um, oh, I'm yeah. going to ask about <laughs> our first cigar pairing. Uh-huh. So, Kendrick, can you tell us what we're starting with the drink tonight? And Talia as well, any um notes on that?
4: So, uh, we are drinking Jefferson's Straight Rye Finishing Cognac Cass. This is pretty new to the market.
5: Very I, new, yeah. Yeah,
4: Talia will elaborate there. Um. <laughs> First sips before the cigar, a lot of honey sweetness, a really nice balanced spice that lingers. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say with the pairing, um, now that I've had a little bit of the cigar, I, I'm i a little bit bummed that it's cutting out some of the sweetness now for me. Mm-hmm. And that must be because it is earthy and... Um, I'm not getting a lot of sweetness from the cigar, Mm -hmm. so I think that's cutting it out a little bit, but overall pretty good.
2: Mildly enjoyable? Yes. (laughs) Mildly enjoyable.
5: (laughs) No, I agree. It's almost like when I drank the whiskey and then smoked the cigar, I was like, oh, where'd that taste go? You know? It almost just kind of mellowed out the flavor, but the whiskey itself is drinking beautifully for Mm -hmm. me. Um, So... Jefferson's I've talked about one of the brands before I know we came on here doing the Jefferson Ocean a few months back maybe like a year now who knows um so Jefferson's bourbon it's it's this family distillery they do source all of their liquid but they experiment with aging techniques barrels maturation environment things like that so they're really bringing their own flavor to the whiskey and that's what they're doing here with the straight rye so the main difference between we usually talk about bourbon with Jeffersons and a rye is that of course with bourbon it's mostly corn with rye it's mostly rye so typically when you have a rye whiskey you're getting a lot of spice so most of the time people will drink a rye whiskey in like a cocktail so that they can kind of mellow it out so Kendrick can mix you up something delicious and It'll be a little bit smoother, but with the Jeffersons, what they did with their rye was age it traditionally in American oak barrels and then finish it in the cognac cask. So the cognac cask is where you're getting that real honey flavor that you get right off the bat and where it's making it a lot creamier and a lot smoother than a traditional rye so that they wanted you to be able to sip on it and not just mix it in cocktails. sip. Sip it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Sip it> good.
5: <laughs>
2: all right thank you talia mm-hmm. and thank you kendra um i can definitely agree um these two items are great separately and they're not bad together but um i'm, I'm definitely feeling like this is a very complex spirit mm-hmm. and the Sober Mesa is um a little bit more mild and a little bit more of um kind of a day smoke um yeah and so I know this you would said this is best enjoyed straight up for those people that like to put ice in their cocktails would would
5: you say that's acceptable for the spirit yes yes <laughs> it's still good um definitely put a couple cubes in there it actually is good with whiskey I know a lot of purists say no 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 don't put ice in there but a little touch of water or a couple of cubes of ice opens up yeah. The flavors of the whiskey so it's not sacrilegious to put ice in whiskey no matter what you hear (laughs) awesome
2: (laughs) all right thank you so we're going to get back to this pairing a little later Mm -hmm. after we hear Davina's thoughts so far
3: (laughs) (laughs) um i like it i i have to say that the uh the cigar definitely like maybe tones down the drink a little bit Mm -hmm. um and but at the same time i'm getting more flavors from the cigar than i was before it was kind of like a trade-off but um, but for me, um, the cigar is definitely very mild, probably mm-hmm. too mild for me to to, mm-hmm. to get too much from. Um, but the drink is building it up just enough so I can get some earth, some leathers, it's, but it's very creamy and very smooth. Yeah.
1: Great.
5: I like Bree's so... comment about the day cigar. That's yeah. like perfect, the perfect wording for it. Like a cookout, you're still like... Trying to keep a slight buzz and not too drunk yet, and you're just kind of like in the middle of the day, so I don't want to be I jumping like that. out of your seat. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: so
4: with Dave saying that this cigar is a little bit too mild, would you say that this is a good choice for a lady's cigar? Oh, I'm sorry, I called him
1: Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <on>. Who's Dave? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Shit. <laughs>
3: Secrets out. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. I can't say. I can't call any cigar a lady cigar. I mean,
1: true. Heather that Heather just smokes sexist. more. <laughs> true. more
3: you know, she, she she smokes sees. just everything that that uh that I do. So I can't, you know, right. I Can't say anything about that.
1: Absolutely. But I mean,
3: if someone likes a mild cigar, uh, this would this would just uh I'd come I'd put this in the same bracket as like you know like an Attabay or like a White Ashton, um. You know, those are typically cigars that I don't smoke because I don't get anything from them. Yeah. You know, I am getting something from this, but um, to me, this is just a very mild cigar. I'm not getting much. Yes, not at all.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) All right.
2: Well... On that note, we're going to move on here. We have some um, questions that we would like to ask Miss Talia. So, yes. So, the first one's pretty simple. It is, what did you do for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, Jesus. (laughs)
3: Oh, Jesus. What do you remember that you did for St. Patrick's Day?
5: Yeah. um, Well, as the Jameson rep, we pretty much are required to be out in the market by 10, which I was. In I think the I got home around 7 a.m. <laughs> so. like, yep, we're talking about wow. 10 a.m. Yeah. Yep, so things started out pretty f- okay. And then once the crowd started coming in, because besides the Shaski in downtown Manchester, was pretty dead until like 4. Mm. Um, But once this crowd started coming in, I think I ended my night at Stark, and it was real crowded. It was – it got wild, so <laughs> – I've got to love
2: Manchester yeah. on St. Patrick's Day. No
5: kidding. Oh man. Yeah, I think we kind of experienced
2: the same like the uh, yeah, day right. was dead at 724 Lounge. <laughs> and but then the night blossomed. The mm-hmm. night was pretty ridiculous. But... You get a lot of people out on the deck. It was nice out. Yeah, we actually did. People were yeah. um deciding to wait out there cuz mm-hmm. you know, we even though we're back at full capacity, we're still kind of having to make sure people are seated and following some degree of protocol. Of so there people were perfectly fine with waiting on the deck and just kind of chilling out. But yep. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So our next question for you is what do you like most about your job and what would you change if you could?
5: Ah, uh, freedom.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> freedom. And
5: I have so much freedom. It <laughs> it's amazing. Like I can I make my own schedule every week and I can change things at the drop of a hat. So having that flexibility has been something that I've never experienced before, and it's amazing. Uh, What could I? What would I change? Um, That I had a personal driver so that I didn't have to worry about (laughs) driving around southern and central New Hampshire.
3: You just need to get a Tesla. That's all. Uh,
5: Jeez. yeah, I right. Is, is that happening already? There's... Oh, God. I would, every, that, I would never <laughs> trust that.
3: There's this guy who has a Tesla, and he's from Mads, and I see him like, almost every other day when I'm coming to work on the highway, and he's just like this.
5: Oh, my <laughs> God. I've seen it like five
3: times, and he's just like, you know, really asleep at the wheel. I didn't
2: know. Yeah,
3: yeah. I didn't
5: that's know horrifying. we were there yet. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. No, there's there's whole
3: fleets of trucks, like trucks, <laughs> trucks like trucks, that are all. Autonomous.
5: Oh my God! Jeez. All right, so, I'm staying off the roads. I'm a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I was gonna say, on that note, we should have one just for the lounge, so that instead of having to figure out calling an Uber for people, you know, who
1: yeah. needs a Tesla. Here, here, yeah, car service from okay. okay.
5: yeah,
3: <laughs> fifty bucks a mile. I, tell I, you.
2: <laughs> I can see it. Kendra loves the idea of that prospect. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind. Okay, so this isn't really a question, but um, Pastor Padrone, who is not a lady and not here with us tonight, um, (laughs) specifically requested that we ask about your lamb recipe. He said he wants your lamb (laughs) recipe. I'm not sure if this is like a crusty crab secret formula kind of thing or if it's just, you know. I mean, which one? We talking here? Like There's multiple? The best one. Roasted,
5: slow cooked, (laughs) Uh, lamb tips, grilled. There's so many things to do with it. Well, let's touch on all of them. Okay. (laughs) Well, so the – I mean, basically, you always want to have garlic, mint, salt and pepper, extra virgin olive oil from Greece, of course. Oh, man. Uh, And then you can kind of – flare out from there like some people like to put a little rosemary so if i'm roasting it i'll do little rosemary Mm. sprigs kind of stuck in there some people like to do thyme um mint is my mint is my favorite herb though for the lamb i don't like mint jelly that's unique
2: i I like the idea of Mm -hmm. throwing some mint in there yeah and you can always use mint if you're running out of time (laughs) <laughs> had to throw a dad I <laughs> love it. love it. Is that um do you have like a favorite drink you like to put with your lamb Is it does it kind of depend on how you're cooking it?
5: Yeah, um, like in the summertime when I mostly grill, um I like to drink it with a, an aged tequila. Mm. you know because you know it's fatty and then the tequila kind of like cleanses your mm-hmm. palate a little bit. But in the wintertime, I always drink a whiskey. Very Any nice. whiskey will do. <laughs> Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey is my my okay. preference. Yes, so it's it's typically ends up being Jameson, Black Love Barrel, it. of course. <laughs> I'm, I always mix up the
2: um, Black Barrel and the IPA edition. Oh like really? I, I I feel like I've had the Black Barrel more often, but I'm not really familiar with the IPA. So when I do have it, I I kind of just fudge the two together and yeah, call it a day. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so our next question for you is, does your enjoyment of cigar smoking help with working to introduce spirits to cigar customers like Twins?
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wish I had more accounts that had the Cigar Lounge and the Bar Lounge Mm -hmm. because you guys are – I think I have Casseroles, but I've never been in there, so – (laughs) 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 any castro fans out there sorry okay. <laughs>
3: some of the management is our customer but
5: I, it's not that i have anything against them it's just i have so many other places downtown they kind of like slip through my grasp but you guys are like one of four places i have in londonderry so
1: yeah
5: yeah, yeah. Go Londonderry. That's right. <laughs> Go Hooks-in. <laughs> Go Huxley. <Hoeksa. laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, on that note, um we probably should have started with this, but what are some of the products right now that you're getting behind? What like what are some of the things that you promote or provide to your different customers the most? Is it varying between your your I don't know if you have regular restaurant customers, I'm sure, versus, you know, the cigar bar people versus just drinking bars? What's like your range of um
5: experience there so product um backing products is always seasonal um it's always seasonal and then secondary depends on the account so for example right now i have to push um watermelon flavors because i've got watermelon absolute and malibu coming out they just hit the shelves (laughs) i haven't tried them yet we'll see but that's our like focus for summertime so Mm -hmm. i'll hit places that are of course catering to people who drink a lot of rum Mm -hmm. or like vodka martini bars places that have like the big outdoor spaces with that um but i definitely cater to each account and what their customers drink the most so very nice, very so. nice. It's Water- all about getting the no management. Mm-hmm. The watermelon
4: party on the deck.
2: Yeah. yeah, let's
5: do it. <laughs> Can we actually like throw pieces of watermelon
2: too? Like, is that like you know how in Spain they have the tomato festival? <laughs> what
5: about the
1: guy
4: that came? To I the was just gonna bring that. Up? That was slicing watermelon to hand handed. If out you're it. out there, I can't right.
2: remember his name. The I'll, I'll let you tell the story. Where are you? So what? So Kendra, oh, what is this yeah. watermelon yeah. knife man yeah, that you're referencing? <laughs> So,
4: we have a hotel right behind our Londonderry location, and sometimes we get some characters. So, randomly, this this cowboy walks in one day, and he has a watermelon with him.
5: A whole watermelon.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh my and he brought a knife and everything. Oh, my God. And he like was a machete? Like, if you don't mind, I'm going to just slide this up and, and share it with all of you. <laughs> And we were a little freaked out at first, but then, you know, as we were, you know, getting to know him, he was just a sweet man. Yeah. And, you know, there's there was nowhere to eat in that hotel. So yeah. I think, you know, he just probably loaded up on food and he probably didn't want to, like start cutting a watermelon in his
5: (laughs) hotel room (laughs) so yeah so the bar at twins is a much better (laughs) location for that that's awesome
2: i mean the best part is he got rid of most of the watermelon people were like oh yeah i'll have a watermelon with my whiskey like people
5: love watermelon hydrates you i mean and
2: honestly (laughs) i will say um if you take like we saved a piece of the watermelon lisa and i for after a shift and we actually we poured a bourbon and we tested it so we put the watermelon to soak um, throughout the night in our whiskey. And it was actually very enjoyable. And I, I can't recall, I believe it was either like a Woodford or a Jefferson's, like something a little bit bolder, a little more oaky. Right. And it added like a subtle hint of sweetness to the whiskey. And then the watermelon was soaked in bourbon. Oh, so, well, it so it was like a win-win right? situation. Amen.
1: Yeah, I think, I think his name was Orville. Yeah. yeah it Orville. Was Orville. Orville. Orville Watermelon Cowboy. Yes. <laughs>
5: Yes. That's too funny He said
4: someday he's going to show back up and collect his knife Because <laughs> he left his knife
2: we
5: Oh wow Well, Imagine we had like watermelon martinis going Like when he yeah. showed back
2: up <laughs> We should have invited him for an event Honestly yeah. Alright yeah so never a dull moment at 724 lounge um, <laughs> no. so Keeps getting more exciting <laughs> Yeah uh, 2021 has been interesting yeah. So far we will say that Yep yeah, we'll get more into that yep. later.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now we are going to transition to Davina's <gasps> TU to back oh, this nope, university. Nope, nope, no? Nope. Didn't nope. have time. Oh, you oh, don't have a TU blah. word of the week? Oh, I didn't
5: oh, have time. Okay. I mean, you spent an hour in the beauty That's parlor. true. <laughs> um, Davina was in <laughs> makeup. Sorry, she... <laughs>
2: Davina was in hair and makeup for the time that she was supposed to be preparing the TU word of the week. Though,
3: yeah. so. And I got a yeah. new phone, so like. A lot of my stuff isn't on my.
2: Oh, yeah. He's ears. transitioned from Android to iPhone. Two transitions tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Only
3: one's permanent. So. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one are you? <laughs> you know.
2: So. Anywho. Anywho. We're going to move on to our cigar pet peeves, mm. our cigar confessions. Oh, so, cigar confession of the yes. day. Yes. So we are going to start with Davina for this one. <gasps> what is your cigar pet peeve?
1: Hmm.
3: I can't stand it when people lick their cigar before here they it cut it. Yes, I really can't. It buys, we have a we have a customer here who literally licks his whole cigar before he <laughs> smokes it, and I'm like. You know, uh-huh. we, we solved the humidification problem, like, 80 years ago. It's okay. You don't have to. And he's just like, it's a habit. I'm like, you weren't even around a 80 habit? Years ago. <laughs> you know? Like, there was no, there's no point. And, but he did, he's just like, I do what I do. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I let it go. But, I mean, seriously, you know, like, that's why I don't let, when people come in and they're like, do you have a community cutter? You know, I have a cutter in the drawer. Mm. But I'm like, no, sorry, covid you know, like, why? And I'm like, because people lick their cigar and cut it. Then the, almost everybody's like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. I understand. I'm like, we got cutters for five bucks. There you go. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, but it's just, no. I don't ever want to bring the community cutters back. I'm mm-hmm. totally in yeah. agreement with my brother about that. I'm happy.
5: Mm-hmm. COVID has uh, <laughs> something says.
2: <laughs> All right. So, Kendra, as the bar manager of the 724 Lounge, what is your cigarette pet peeve? Here we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess I was going to go down the same road as Davina. Sorry. But since she stole my thunder, (laughs) I would have to say uh, cleanliness with it. You know, um, I don't smoke a lot. uh, So, there, there couldn't be too many things I can have a pet peeve about, but... I would say, you know, the people that are super messy, uh, that we have certain customers that you can guarantee um, after they leave the building, there is ash everywhere. (laughs) There is ash in, like, the crevices of the wood in the bar, all around the ashtray, very little in the ashtray, and all over the floor. So Mm. I get it that once in a while it, it, you know, falls off, but there is... There's an accident, and then there's the, you know, zero cares, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess with, you know, being the bar manager and having to constantly clean, that would be my thing.
2: Yep, can confirm. <laughs> hey, see? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Talia, what is your cigar pet peeve?
5: Um, Well, my uh, new husband and I like to smoke cigars together, but... Sometimes I'm just not really feeling it. I just don't really want a whole one. So I will take a few drags off of his every now and again. So my pet peeve is when he just soaks the end of the cigar. I'm like, what are you doing with it, babe? Like, Why (laughs) is it completely soaked in spit? (laughs) And spitting is another one. When you're outside with a lot of people and they're just spitting every five minutes, you're like, okay. (laughs) They're just not
3: used to the tobacco,
5: you know? Yeah, they're just like, oh, that's really gross. (laughs) He's
2: he's trying to prevent you from smoking at all. He's like, maybe if I just get it wet enough, I think that's what he's doing
5: now. I think he doesn't want to share he's it like it woman, anymore. He's get like, your oh, own, get <laughs> light your own.
2: Wipe it off.
1: That's
5: exactly what I do. I
2: roll, <laughs> down my shirt
5: sleeve.
1: Does
2: he comment on it? Is he like? Oh, I oh, make fun of him every single time. That's awesome. Oh yeah, keep it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep making him feel bad. <laughs>
3: all right, Brie, what ticks you off?
2: So I I guess the one I'm gonna bring up and. It's it's not necessarily a pet peeve, just something a little bit awkward that I've noticed not um awkward. being behind the bar. So obviously, you know, now with COVID, we don't have actual cutters for people. We sell them for 5.99, which if you're if you have a big group of people, it's not a huge deal like throw it on your tab for like five or six bucks. Right. So
1: don't be
2: a it's always awkward for me when You have the conversation. You say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have them. We sell them. And then they say, oh, okay, never mind. And then they turn around to a customer and they say, can I use your cutter? Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But I also feel like it could put the customer in an awkward place Mm -hmm. where, you know, most people don't mind sharing their cutter, but God forbid it's someone who's really uncomfortable with it and their cutter's sitting right there on the bar, they can't say, no, I don't have one. You know, I just I feel like that's kind of been an awkward situation we've been seeing lately where, you know, it's someone that's never met this customer before. Someone completely new and they're putting them kind of in that weird situation. Right. So, Yep. I don't know. If you you go to a cigar bar, come prepared. Yes.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and and, you know, if you're a cigar smoker, Mm -hmm. you would think you wouldn't mind having a $5 cutter just to have. Yeah. So when you go to a barbecue this summer and you want to smoke cigars with your your friends, that you actually do own one. Yeah. That's what kind of blows my mind, too. Not (laughs) to say they don't own one somewhere in their house, but I'd be willing to bet with as many people that won't buy the cutter Mm -hmm. that maybe. And that just don't have them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to be a cigar smoker, you should have some tools, and you should probably have more than one, Mm -hmm. because you you lose them, just like you lose a lighter.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I try to present it as if it's like a souvenir. I'm like, oh, it has 724 on it. You can say you came to the lounge. You know, instead of just a cotton light fee, you actually get something to take back. Right. (laughs) Sales right there. Right. You know, (laughs) just keep pushing them. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah. So... What are our um final thoughts on the Sobremesa Cervantes Fino from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust with this pairing?
3: Um I'm still getting like mild, like earth and leather tones. Um still obviously very creamy. I think it has like developed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's gotten a little little bit more oomph behind it in the in the last half. Um and I'm totally enjoying the drink. Yes. Very 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 much. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And this was Kendra's mm-hmm. choice today. Very good choice. Potion Master, nice. again. Potion Master, big surprise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, what are what are um, your thoughts, Potion Master? <laughs>
4: I actually am enjoying the cigar and the pairing a little bit more than in the in the first um, few sips. And I I agree with Davina. I think that I'm getting a little bit more from it now and maybe i forgot a little bit about how i was getting a lot of honey in the, mm. in the bourbon in the, in the beginning but you know now i feel like it's working for me better mm-hmm. you know i i like just getting that spice and it's kind of matching up um for me a little bit more now
2: yeah i can agree with that yeah and um
5: what are you thinking about this
3: me Mm-hmm. I just
5: spoke. Yeah, so as Davina no, <laughs> I was like, hold on, who did I ask? <laughs> Sorry, I was already, How did Dan do can, this? I'm like, wait, who, who just spoke?
2: She didn't speak.
5: <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> as Davina knows well, uh, my, only, uh, my only prerequisite for smoking a cigar and drinking whiskey at the same time is that I want to be able to taste my whiskey and I want it to taste just as good, if not better, than... Before I started smoking the cigar, so this is a success. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's—I feel like it's almost creamier now. The more that I smoke, like that m- mouth feel. I hate that word, but that's all I can think of to describe it. Of the mouth feel, yes, maybe.
2: <laughs> ow, of that, <laughs> save that sound. <laughs> yes, <right>. ow. <laughs> all right, one more time. Ow. There we
5: go. Right. Yes.
1: Mouthfeel. <laughs> that that too.
5: That's it, almost it, a
1: sausage rope. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
2: Kendra's gonna kill me. She's, oh, man. She's like mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Give it time. All
2: right. Yeah, I can Three. um I think what everyone has said so far is very on point. I think there's like a lot more pepper coming out of the cigar um, it's almost like the pairing hurt us it was like oh mm-hmm. we're not great together all right we're gonna step we're that stepping. up a little we're gonna we're gonna change that so yeah i i'm noticing a lot of that honey kendra's talking about i think um the pairing now it's starting to feel a little bit more summery if that makes sense um you know with the bourbon you still have the undertones of spice same with the cigar but the cigar is kind of mellowing out a lot of those like sweeter flavors in the spirit and it's working very well together. It's very
5: enjoyable. Yeah. That's so spice right at the back of your tongue. Yeah. That's
2: that's that, good. That mouthfeel. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Mm. So. On that note, we're going to take a brief intermission, and when we return, we are going to be smoking one of the most popular blends, the Lane Q, otherwise known as Granite State, at Twin Smoke Shop, and we're going to be pairing it with 50 Cent's new cognac. No, it is not 50 Cent's, it is by the (laughs) wrapper, 50 Cent. (laughs) So, yes, thank you. Stay tuned. All right, we are back. So... We are smoking the lean one Q tobacco from Scandinavian Tobacco Group. Um, it's an aromatic. It's got some black Covendish, Virginia. Cavendish. And... Covendish. Was that too British for you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Cavendish.
2: <laughs> it's um, very vanilla forward, and it's gonna be on um, a ribbon cut. So Kendra, and what are we smoking? Or what are not? What are we smoking? <laughs> Sorry. What are we drinking with what we are smoking?
4: We are drinking some lovely cognac and this is this is 50 <laughs> cents brand Branson and i i didn't didn't really want to lead with that but we finished the last half um you know saying that's what we're about to drink i don't want anyone to judge it by that Too late. instant instant judging but no like at at the lounge when i introduced it to a customer you know i let them try it first and then and then i told them so (laughs) it it really is enjoyable it's a branson vsop it is really light, fruit forward, kind of floral, super smooth. It um, sounds
3: and, just like 50 cents. And
4: it has <laughs> and it has um, it, it just really it, it pairs up nice with this tobacco, I believe because of that nice vanilla kind of you know sweetness and, and a, a light mild you know tobacco. So, like
3: the, yeah the softer side of 50.
4: Oh, yeah <laughs> this, is, this
2: is a nice soft pairing which would kind of lead you to believe that the pipe tobacco is the same which in in my opinion it is lane 1q is um as we'd stated one of the more popular you know beginner kind of blends it's um it's not going to kick you in the face it's a little bit milder um,
3: topped. Yep.
2: yeah as it's named granite state you know it's it's easy sailing Mm-hmm. so um what's everybody thinking i know we're just getting lit up here we're just taking a few sips what do we think so far about what we're drinking and smoking
3: well i'm definitely getting a lot of vanilla from the uh the granite state 1q mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's pairing extremely well with the drink um getting a lot of fruits uh it's got a nice warm mouth feel <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, I think I think one of the most crazy things about One Q though, is it's this thing. It came out in the seventies, and it's literally for decades has has been like the best-selling pipe tobacco in America and like the world actually, for for decades. It's crazy, so it's it's pretty amazing. All right.
1: What about you, Potion Master? Potion Master.
4: Yeah, I think. What I originally thought would happen, I, I feel like it's pretty on point. I think the the strength and the flavor profile matches up perfectly what we're smoking, what we're drinking. Um, have you have you had a sip yet? I, I feel like it 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 works really well.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, yeah, this one is spot on for the pairing. That is so fruity, that cognac. I mean, Talk about summery. That is a wicked fruity. I'm, I don't know if it's still from the Jeffersons, but right in the back of my tongue, I'm getting like honey spice. So almost like a honey spice liqueur kind of flavor right off the, um, right on the back of my tongue. So definitely. And the same thing when I'm smoking the pipe tobacco, it's that really fruity, really light floral kind of flavor. So they're they're pairing really, they're complementing each other very well. Complimentary. Yes, Yes. not contrasting, (laughs) (laughs) Lavinar. Complimentary, not (laughs) contrasting.
2: (laughs) Yes, definitely um, a good start to summer. It's, um, I feel like the last time I smoked this tobacco, um, I didn't get as much from it. I don't think I was really having, enjoying it with anything, Mm. but um, with this cognac, I'm almost getting um, a little bit of like light hay not in a bad way, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not completely earthy, but it also um, has a little bit of sweetness under it.
3: That would be the Virginia's in it. Mm. Yep. Good, yep.
1: good, good.
3: Yep. I think it's actually making the vanilla topping more pronounced, too. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot sweeter of a smoke than I remember it. Uh, it's definitely making it more enjoyable
5: for me. Yeah. real yeah. This is like a nice after-dinner drink and mm. a smoke. Like... Mm-hmm. Dessert? That dessert. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But don't be mistaken. Um, when, when we're saying dessert, it's, it's not, I always appreciate a pairing that's not noxiously sweet. Right. You know, it's not mm-hmm. overpowering. Yes. You're not like, ugh, you're not gagging on the sweet cherry mm-hmm. notes and
3: oh, it's very pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm, very you know.
2: pleasant. Yeah. It can be enjoyed by anyone, whether you smoke mm-hmm. a lot, whether you smoke strong stuff, mild stuff, it's pleasant. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to, and, um, you know, I'll touch a little
4: bit more about, and I'm, I'm not a cognac drinker. Um, it's it's fairly new to something that I purchase that I gravitate towards, but I did um, watch an interview with Fifty Cent and Cigar and Spirits magazine, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you recall back when he was on the cover of yeah, that magazine. And, yeah, that. so he does smoke cigars, and um, I think he did kind of have that cigar smoker in mind. But you know, this this bottle isn't is not like budget friendly it's it's on the higher end and you know I think for him to brand himself, he wanted it to be over like more of like that luxury brand um, he's trying to really um, exude elegance and and royalty is kind of you know what he was he was saying so this isn't something that it's cheap it's you know it's on the higher end and he really sourced out, um someone to make his product that was on the higher end. So, you know, again, I don't want anyone to judge based on who he is, you know, <laughs> but it actually is a quality
5: product. It's decadent is confirm. like the word that comes to mind yeah. when I sip on it. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think one of one of my first comments when I tried it to you is that it it really doesn't have that cognac sweetness mm. too much. It it, it has a very bourbon like feel to it. So it's it's a little bit bolder. Um, but yeah, so what's the availability like as far as our lounge, as far as the liquor stores? Is this something that's, you know, on the shelves? It's is very
4: it? available. I don't think his whole um selection in his brand is available, but this particular the V S O P is available. He hmm. has a a really high end champagne and he has an XO um and a VS, but you know this particular bottle i have seen it everywhere that i've been lately so this particular bottle is available and we have it in the lounge
2: all right you guys heard it Nowhere you know yeah. where to go yeah, yeah yeah so um we're gonna ask kendra Whoa. a few questions Whoa. being um, our bar manager and potion master of the 724 lounge um obviously with everything happening you know it's it's been kind of interesting to say the least Um, knowing what to expect in the bar and restaurant industry. And um, obviously a lot of places, depending on where we are, have been affected more heavily. Um, We've had certain challenges as of late, you know, that are presenting themselves that we didn't have before. So what would you say has been, since, you know, things have been reopening, the biggest challenge of running the bar and just daily, you know, daily functioning and- In terms of COVID. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would, I would say in terms of managing business with COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah, I would say my hands-down biggest challenge is to uphold the COVID regulations within the state of New Hampshire. So, you know, as a customer, people want to come out and they want to get back to normal and they want to live their lives again. And especially when you come to a bar, too, you know, they don't want to think about rules anymore Mm -hmm. so and then you know alcohol is involved too so i guess my biggest challenge is to try to remind people and kind of enforce that there is still rules there's still mass mandates and you know respecting others by you know social distancing and on any given day that you know is pretty tough um there's plenty of people that don't really believe in the regulations obviously And, you know, it's their their right, they think, you know, to, you know, live freely. And sure, I can agree with that to an extent. But, you know, someone could be sitting right next to them that thinks differently. And, you know, what we really ask of people is to follow the rules as best as they can and to wear a mask until they're seated if they get up and they do some more shopping in the humidor or go to the bathroom they need to put their mask back on they have no idea who they're going to walk past that might feel uncomfortable and you know it it really is my responsibility to be that voice for the other people the other patrons Mm -hmm. so i would say that's my biggest challenge and you know sometimes it kind of gets to me a little bit because. You know, I just want to do my job like everything is normal, too. And I don't want to have to keep reminding (laughs) people every 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 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 You know, so, yeah, absolutely. That is my biggest challenge.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: once again, can confirm, you know, be working at the lounge with Kendra and Amber and Lisa and everyone else. And uh, we've we've definitely been seeing some more challenges but also some things that are more interesting but you know good things come out of it too and I'm, I'm sure you've probably with your other customers kind of experienced the same a little bit
5: oh yeah it's the same kind of thing that Kendra was saying where they just want everybody to feel comfortable in their establishment and to do that you kind of unfortunately right now you have to follow certain regulations so some people are handling it better than others but the lounge uh over in Londonderry and here both are handling it really well. So Good to hear. <laughs> So
2: now that we've talked about the negative a little bit, um, what would you say is something something positive and something that's kind of uplifting that you've seen come out of the whole experience, um, whether it be like, you know, on the customer end or on the employee end or both
4: yeah i would say like on the business end and and um on the the customer end too i think that you know in our business we should feel really grateful that our business is still thriving Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah i mean think about all of the other you know restaurants or there's a lot of places that haven't survived and we've had very small um hiccups with you know our business within you know the lounge and you know the cigar business overall i feel like in new hampshire is is doing pretty well and you know so i would say that has to be the positive is that we've survived like big time you know we still have plenty of customers walking through our doors every day so um so yeah i feel like we need to be grateful for what we have and it can be a little tough sometimes because you know employee, we don't have, we're not fully staffed to deal with, you know, what we're dealing with right now. We're, we're doing really well. We've got a lot of traffic and there's not a lot of people looking for jobs right now in our industry. So we need to remain grateful and, and, you know, make our money with a smile on our faces. And, you know, just remember that, that there's a lot of people that are without jobs that, cause their, their business shut down. Yep.
3: I think we got some good comments up there.
1: Oh, boy, I'm blind. Oh, boy, Kurt Kendall.
3: (laughs) I
2: bet he's clapping. What
3: what does Kurt have to say, Kendra? He
4: said, don't piss on the floor and please put on your mask. Beautiful. (laughs) That, too. Thank you for watching, boss. That's actually not him just blowing smoke. (laughs) Yes. People were pissing on the floor before COVID. So I think that will just always be... The standard procedure <laughs> in terms of a busy night.
5: <laughs> oh man, oh, my oh, boy!
2: Lord. Yep, you heard, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually kind of transitions perfectly into the next thing I was going to ask you. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> in the hey. lab, I'd say, are you why are we getting
1: pee questions? <laughs> it's <laughs> indirect. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. boy. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
2: what in the last 3 months would you say is the most chaotic and or interesting night that you've worked? Tell us the story about that <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
2: I know there's probably a few, but if you had okay. to pick one or two. <laughs> oh, okay.
4: So <laughs> I will have to say, because this is, this is different. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens on a busy Friday night. So (laughs) I'm just going to go with the most recent. So this past Friday night, uh, I'm with uh, our newest bartender, Karen, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. busy, but not insanely crazy busy. And we had a a group of, it's probably like three couples, and um, at some point, someone was like, Hey, hey Kendra, look around the corner. And I'm like, okay, not even expecting what I saw. But <laughs> one of the women took off her bra and one of the guys was wearing it on his head.
1: Oh and
4: <laughs> my God <laughs> And there was more other than that I just I'm not gonna say it all. But um I was like, really? Oh my god. This is a relaxed, like chill environment we're smoking cigars we're, we're we're hanging out and i'm like
2: what is going on right
4: now? that
5: is the last your bar is the last place <laughs> anyone to do I something that. like Dang. that
4: that is exactly what <laughs> I'm too
5: much <laughs> because that
4: is i didn't think someone would be undressing <laughs> in in the 724 <laughs> lounge that is the last oh thing i God. thought when i looked around the corner and so the new bartender, she's like, "All right, I got this." And she was like, "Hi." So we're gonna need you to put your bra back on. <laughs> Poor Karen.
3: Poor Karen. Oh my god. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, it was just like, "Wow." Okay. about
3: Breaking her in quick. What was that right? her fourth
4: night? Oh my oh gosh. My gosh yeah,
1: night.
4: but she's she's a veteran. She's been through this probably a hundred times. But um, but I was just I was shocked. I was like. What? <laughs> That—that's probably the most interesting. <laughs> this situation. usually doesn't happen. That usually like does it. not happen. Yeah. No, no, yep.
3: I was there Friday night. I don't remember that happening.
2: Because you miss out on everything fun. I you do. Know? You, yep. you well, we weren't trying to like like call Announce it out it, yeah. for everybody. <laughs> we were trying to keep it low key but i feel like in our in our bartender chat we have um conversations about our most insane weekends and it's almost like a competition it's like what'd you deal with this saturday yeah. <laughs> oh, you with unfre- well that's that's what it's becoming like yeah is
4: yeah. that you know a lot of you know as mm-hmm. as business kind of ramps up and you know i i feel like there's you're gonna get a lot of newness in yeah. there Yep. And then, you know, there's gonna be more it's not just about regulars or people you've seen. It's it's about, you new know customers. New customers. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. that comes new situations. <laughs> Nakedness. <laughs> <laughs> <Nudity>. <F-W>. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I oh,
2: know I definitely feel like people are kind of stir crazy. You know, oh, yeah. it's it's twenty twenty one, we're getting out of the house. Right? You know, yeah. COVID is quote unquote finishing. <laughs> So yeah, we've definitely been seeing an influx in um, our customer base, which is great. We've had a lot of really, really great new customers, and we've also had um, a lot of new experiences that have that are not common for what we usually deal with at a um, cigar bar. That's a little bit more high end. You know, we we typically get a lot of enthusiasts. So I think we're getting like a new rush of people, and uh, it's definitely keeping us on our toes. <laughs> <laughs> Mm Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. That it is.
2: So on that note, we're going to enter what we like to call, is Brie just blowing smoke? Uh So I'm going to read off some possible facts and I'm going to have you guys guess if I am just blowing smoke or if they're actually factual, and then I'll give you a little bit of history on what the answer is. So to start, you can get a license to legally hunt unicorns in Michigan. Am I
5: just blowing smoke?
3: Wow. <laughs> it is Michigan.
5: I feel like it's so absurd. Like, I, I, I don't know. It has to be fake, but now I'm saying. It's, I, I'm going to say it's fake because that's it's just stupid. I mean, it's got to be fake.
3: <laughs> I, I say it's true. <laughs> yep.
2: All right, so are you ready? Drum roll. I am not just blowing smoke. So get this. There is a unicorn society known for their annual list of banished words and phrases. And pretty much how it started, this guy Bill Rabe, he was the founder of this university down there. And pretty much he was trying to garner some publicity for the university. So he created a program. You know to get people's attention so they have a whole list of laws on their site you can go on it's you know the, the protocol for hunting unicorns this <laughs> and that it actually made an appearance on abc news at one point point. Oh and um if i think still to this day you can go on the site and you can <laughs> legally get a license to hunt unicorns in michigan
5: <laughs> that's awesome amazing yeah so
2: yeah it was a publicity stunt but nonetheless it obviously worked and hmm. you can go and try to hunt unicorns wow yep. so I, i'd say it's probably akin to live like live action role playing people are like running around in the woods you have like a <laughs> throwing club, little bag right? <laughs> 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 wow. all right so for part two there is a world championship for throwing mobile phones am i just blown smoke
4: i would say that's probably true <laughs>
5: Everybody World be. Like... Right <laughs> for throwing mobile phones
2: yeah. now think about all the bizarre sports there are out that's there. true yeah
5: okay. 21st century yep. i mean there's got to be something stupid like that going on right yeah,
2: yeah you guys are all right i am not just blowing smoke on that one so there is a mobile phone throwing championship it's international started in finland in 2000 so oh, bored up there. it's a sport where participants throw mobile phones and they're judged on their distance and technique. And the world <laughs> record holder is a woman named Dries Fairman's with an official Guinness world record throw of 110 meters and 42
1: centimeters. Jeez.
3: Which phone was it, though? Was it, it Android
2: I don't or mean, Apple, that's about right? point. I don't you know, know the rules of the sport.
5: Do you have to his... be mad? Because every time I've thrown a phone, I've been mad. So, like, do say, they make you angry first? She must and then... have
2: texted her husband and been like, can <laughs> yeah. you really piss me off before yeah. this next can they use...
1: <laughs> And Can
3: they use cases to, like, weight it down?
2: You know? mm. you know? Yeah, I, I'd be curious to look into the rules and regulations. Of this sport. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> I don't know. We should have something iPhone like iPhone at Warner Eck Blues you know, Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, we're getting some ideas here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not mobile phones. Maybe instead of doing the beer stein, we'll have people just like toss like really. Well, heavy. we all
4: probably have phones like in our junk drawer that we don't use anymore, right? I, I know, don't know Kurt Kendall
2: does. He has yeah. tons of old iPhones. Oh, well, there we go. Heard. I <laughs> he can supply the phones. Sponsored by Kurt Kendall. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> all right, so my next one. This is going to be kind of a fashion one. So, you know, all you keep I know it in all mind about that. if you're ever, if ever in California. So in California, it is illegal to wear cowboy boots unless you own at least two cows. What?
1: I, <laughs> that's false. That's...
5: No way. If it was more Midwest than West Coast, I'd believe it. But
3: I believe it just false. because it's in California. No,
1: it's
2: false. <laughs> so you're both right because it's not a statewide law. But it is the case in a place called Blythe, California. So, just in the town of Blythe, California, it is illegal to wear cowboy boots unless you own at least two cows.
5: That should be true. How everywhere. they're
2: enforcing this and if they're enforcing it, I highly doubt. But it would be very interesting if you ended up in this town and you were approached by a policeman oh, informing really you to. that you were under arrest for wearing cowboy boots unless you could provide
5: proof of your <laughs> cow ownership. Cow ownership. <laughs>
2: I, I just thought I'd throw that one in there because Kendra has the most elaborate, um, high fashion boots that I've ever seen in my nice. life. Sweaters and boots. Sweaters and boots. And dogs. And dogs. <laughs> Speaking of.
0: Yeah. I hear there's yeah, a fifth member here we tonight. A, we
2: have a special guest here tonight.
0: Yep.
2: We'll let Kendra introduce she's her. She such a good girl. Oh, <laughs>
5: mabel the french Please. bulldog oh my, oh my god. God. She's freaking so, god so tell us a little about, about miss mabel oh my god look at her eyes um
4: <laughs> well miss mabel is the goodest girl <laughs> um Aww. no i don't know she's my newest addition yeah. and she is my bestie and she's so sweet
2: but yeah. yeah i I love dogs so how and you have how many other dogs now that Miss Mabel is joining? So now I have a pack of four.
3: Mm, mm-hmm. That's a family Seven. all right.
4: yeah and this yeah. is this is the first dog that I've had that is a purebred expensive you know whatever whatever. Yeah. but oh yes yeah, but she is she's a sweetie and she's fitting in nicely.
2: I know, I saw Kendra had posted a picture the other day with all all three of them curled up by the window. Mm-hmm. So good to see they're getting along. Yeah, it's
1: getting there. Oh, yes.
2: All right, so I will mention to you, this is kind of an extension of the law we just talked about, but I thought I would throw it in there. It was kind of funny. And um, I just feel like this is a law that would annoy New Englanders in particular. Ah. So I also found out that... In Long Beach, it's illegal to curse on a mini golf course and to have anything other in your car, anything in your garage other than a car. What? Oh, so garages are only for cars, apparently, in Long Beach, California. Oh. <laughs> what? And once again, it's highly doubtful that these laws are enforced. But Still. But the fact that they exist kind of makes you question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right, so yeah, our, our next couple are actually related to cigar smoking. Okay. So, am I just blowing smoke? A white ash is an indicator of a good cigar.
3: Uh, false. Fake news. I,
1: I concur. I concur <laughs> <that at> all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what, I concur.
2: what we've um heard is that this is for the most part, false, but also people will have um, kind of mixed ideas on this. So the color of the ash of the cigar you're smoking doesn't have anything to do with the flavor of the cigar, but the color of it does have to do with the minerals in the tobacco. So, for example, um, some cigars might have more calcium, phosphorus, magnesium that might make the ash whiter. And um, they're coming from a more mineral-rich soil, which is, you know, technically a good thing. You, I'd say, like a lot of people do prefer a cigar that's a little bit richer, that has more minerals behind the tobacco it's grown in, but um, doesn't necessarily say anything about the integrity of the cigar. Like, um, you know, cigars that are made with Honduran and Dominican tobacco, they tend to be a little bit more off-white, light gray, and um, people might prefer you know those white ash cigars sometimes for the aesthetic but it really has everything to do with your preference so yeah Mm
5: -hmm.
2: partially blowing smoke but not really
5: (laughs) i like that partially
2: (laughs) partially blowing smoke all right so our next one maduro cigars are stronger than cigars with lighter color wrappers am i just blowing smoke um
4: it's false Yay, right. Kendra! Yay. I can't
1: nod. I'm like yay. giving it away. I'm like, no.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're absolutely right.
2: It's mm-hmm. fake. fake news. That is indeed fake news. I am just blowing smoke. So in general, a lot of people will look at a Maduro cigar and they'll think that because it has a darker wrapper, oh, it must be stronger. Um, that's not always the case because it has more to do typically with what's inside the cigar. You know, just like you can't judge a book by its cover. So... Um, Maduro wrappers, sometimes, you know, they get toasted, they become sweeter. So that's actually not holding up with the whole stronger theory. And uh, Maduro in Spanish actually means ripe. Yep. Fuerte would be strong. So if it had a fuerte wrapper, maybe. But
3: Maduro wrappers are... It's best to think of Maduro as like a banana. So it's, (laughs) you know, it's dark, so all those sugars are out. That's what you use for banana bread, not like a ripe Mm -hmm. banana. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like a good a good uh, example of this would be Hammer and Sickles Connecticut versus their Hammer and, Hammer and Sickles Maduro, uh, mm-hmm. both are very very mild cigars, uh, but the uh, the uh the Maduro just adds a, a a little bit more depth or sweetness to the cigar.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And in contrast, like if you have La Flor Dominicana's, uh, if you look at their Digger line, uh, the Maduro version of the Digger tones the cigar down and actually takes some strength away from it where the natural version which is a lighter cigar uh, is stronger of the two and it's actually you know complete opposite the strongest cigar is the lighter one Yeah.
2: Yep. very good stuff to know I feel like um, you know even when we get people that come into the lounge i um, most of the time if they're new they'll ask us you know what do you recommend but there are times where they'll go oh I'm gonna go for that one you know it's whether it's smaller or lighter um, people tend to be drawn to it. So sometimes, you know, we might have to correct and let them know that that's not necessarily the case.
3: Yep. So the best idea is to ask.
1: Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you. All right. So on that note, we're going to get to the meme of the week. So this is a newer segment oh. of our show. Um, typically Dave is responsible for this. However, this week i have provided dave with an image which he's going to show for you all hopefully which kendra has seen before and you'll probably get a kick out of
3: (laughs) um three (laughs) And you want to send it to my email real quick
2: yes dave what is your email (laughs) (laughs) all right we're sending the meme to dave at twin smoke shop
3: oh no do dave david uh geez dwledwith at gmail.com
2: okay so now you guys all know who to email (laughs) (laughs) with (laughs) questions in the case Uh, yes dwledwith gmail.com yeah all
0: right it is
2: sent oh wait there you go yeah so this this meme that you're about to see Um, It was something that in our bartender chat we had talked about as a joke earlier in the week based on some of the experiences we've been having lately um, at the bar. And I'm not sure if this is actually something that's been implemented anywhere or if it was made as a joke. It almost seems like something that would be at that Dick's Last Resort place out in Mass. Oh, man. (laughs) Like what every bartender is probably thinking but can't really (laughs) say. So we're giving you some insight here. (laughs)
3: Oh my gosh! <laughs> you spell yeah. it right,
1: Davina. I do. I had it
2: pre-saved. Well, while um, while so... Dave is looking for the meme, we're gonna um, get to our little would you rather question. Just because this is more of a question for you two ladies, ah. um, because it's regarding Davina. So um. we've we've heard that Davina has a twin sister or a twin brother, sure, sure. named Dave or David. Mm-hmm. So. Our would you rather question is, would you rather go out for a night with Dave or Davina?
5: Davina. (laughs) (laughs) And why? Those lashes. Ooh, we're going to get some free drinks if we go out together.
2: (laughs) All right. So for Talia, the motivation of going out on the town is free drinks. Sure. Whatever is going to get us free drinks. (laughs) Love it. Oh, my (laughs) God. And kendra's like is this really a question
4: <laughs> all right so
1: <laughs> well, it's I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think list. about
2: my reasoning behind whatever i choose here <laughs> yeah, you can get a reason for both too mind you I'm, I'm a very undecided person so i will typically do that okay. i'll go well these are the perks of this
5: <laughs> pros and cons list
2: oh yeah
4: yeah um Yeah, I feel like if I was to go out with Davina, it'd be like, you know, no F's given. Like, we're going to live it up with my space buns. So I guess I would have to be prepared, you know, to have a wild night, you know. And then if I was to go out with Dave, it would be like, you know, a couple drinks, a cigar, you know, just hanging out, chilling, talking about... Star Wars? You know, yeah, shows, <laughs> or I, I, I would say video games, but I don't play video games, so we talk about shows and movies, no so yeah, I,
1: no I no feel way.
4: like there'd be, you know, two different nights that I'd be, you know, looking <laughs> to have, yeah. so I'm just going to leave it at that.
2: I think I can agree with that, you know, it's, if you're, if you're, like, looking to be out on the town, all eyes on you, you know, a little bit more party, a little bit less chill... Davina's probably your best bet. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is if, as long as Davina can still handle her cigars and pipe tobacco,
5: oh sure, which I'm
2: assuming she can because she is here tonight and doing very well. Um,
5: <laughs> so yeah. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: she needs a lot more liquor though.
5: <laughs> I know. Usually you got the the liquor pour sitting right next to you, and I'm just talking. <laughs>
2: so how's that uh how's that meme coming oh man
3: it's not coming
2: it's not
1: coming let's see well, here we go
2: we're having a, a slight technical difficulty here but i promise you it is worth it <laughs> but yeah i think i'm gonna have to say um i'd rather go out with divina on the weekends and dave on a weekday oh okay. yep, yep.
5: A little bit of both. That's a, yeah, okay. Right. That's good. That's yeah, good. We can agree with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so what are we thinking so far about the Lane Q and the 50 Cent Cognac? Just call it the Branson Cognac. There I guess, you go. I got such <laughs> a big pick out yeah. of it, I have to say.
4: <laughs> Branson Cognac. Well, I think it's a great pairing. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, if anything, I guess I... I'm getting a lot of sweetness with the pairing, you know, maybe more so than I typically would go for because, again, I'm not a cognac drinker, Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I guess that would be my only thing. Um, Is it something that I would choose all the time? Not really. I don't think it'd be my Mm go-to, but, but it is, it is very enjoyable. I think both of them individually enjoyable easy an easy drinker an easy smoke um yeah nothing bad to say really other than i would it wouldn't be like my constant pick
2: your number one mm. yeah <laughs>
4: absolutely
5: yeah yeah it's definitely definitely very very sweet mm-hmm. i actually switched back to the to the jefferson really <laughs> <laughs> um full disclosure but um oh, that's fine. with the cognac pairing like Kendra said, not it's more of a richness that like you're not going to eat like a nice chocolate cake every night after dinner. Mm-hmm. So this is more of like a treat yourself, sweet kind of after dinner, on the deck, in the summertime go-to, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. And I think that's one of the great things about
2: Lane 1Q. It's such a basic tobacco that depending on what your palate is, you can probably put it with almost anything and um it's going to have a completely different experience so you know for example this pairing you probably would only do as Talia said once in a while you might for me personally i would probably only have it in like the spring months once in a while i wouldn't really have it midsummer i feel like it would be like a little bit too sticky for mm. <laughs> summertime Um, but you know, if you're having the Jeffersons with it, it's going to tone down that sweetness a little, but complement it a little bit with that cognac. It
5: did. It actually does really go Mm -hmm. good with that Jefferson.
2: So yeah, definitely give it a try. And if it's your thing, if you're into something that finishes out a little bit more sweet, that finishes out with like, um, a little more of that honey and vanilla coming forward and that's your thing, then definitely smoke it as frequently as you want, but the lane one Q, we have the pleasure of being able to put that with just about anything and have a great pairing yeah so yeah
1: all
3: right we are ready for the meme
2: all right all right let's show show it up so it's up all right so dave do you want to read off what is on this meme
3: Mm, i shall
1: actually
3: probably
2: oh divina whoops (laughs) (coughs) <laughs>
1: <Okay. coughs>
3: all right well it says congratulations you have been kicked out of the bar
1: Woo! <laughs>
3: <laughs> because you started a fight you're a massive douchebag you broke or stole some bar property you bought in, you brought in outside alcohol you're using a fake id honestly we just can't stand you and we've been looking at you for excuse to 86 you
1: That's
3: other awesome. You may come back, never, tomorrow, when you grow up and learn how to act in a bar, yes. when you're actually 21. Thank you, and have a good night, or go F yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah, this this was a um, a running joke in our little bartender chat. That's hilarious. Um, par- partially due to um, Lisa. You guys all know Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep she's not nice anymore (laughs) she always says i used to be nice that's her to me her catchphrase (laughs) and we're all like lisa you're great what are you talking about but she's like dead convinced that she is not nice anymore um so yeah this was kind of a funny joke where we were all thinking oh it would be nice if we had something similar like this but it's also kind of just a funny meme to bring some awareness to cigar etiquette and give you an example of some of the things that we've been seeing this year um and that doesn't even really cover all of them so yeah.
5: what's our commentary on this um this meme of the week i think my favorite is the grow up <laughs> the grow up <laughs> one because just recently you see all these like fresh face mm-hmm. 22 23 and i don't know did they become more obnoxious or are they act like what's going on with them like every time i go to a bar i'm like i got to get the fuck out <laughs> got to get the f out of here like i just it's unreal Oh yeah. It's, it's
2: honestly making, and I always get slack for, for being one of the younger ones at the bar. But even for me, it's making me feel old lately. Like I'll look (laughs) at someone's ID and they're, I'm like, wait, 2000, that's the year that you turned 21. I'm like, what, when did this happen? (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your, Consensus on this meme, Kendall. I mean,
4: the lady with the bra. She was. <laughs> she was older than me. What would she fall sure? under? Um. <laughs> Get that out. <laughs> yeah, to... yeah, I really wanted her to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because eighty-six. Because it was disrupting others. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's You're just... not at a biker
5: bar, people. Yeah,
4: I just mm-hmm. um, I uh, yeah, I want people to act. Like an adult mm-hmm. in our environment because there's others A there that just adult. go there to relax. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. So, I guess that's my biggest thing is that, you know, if I could say to bra lady to please <laughs> exit because she wasn't being an adult. I
3: mean,
4: you, know, you don't see Kendall's bra. You know? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess that's, that's my thing. If I could just have someone exit quietly and adult-like you know but if someone's already not acting like an adult are they going to act like an adult if you ask them to
1: remove themselves yeah Yeah.
4: Yeah. so yeah act right in public yes (laughs) That's what I'm saying, and that's you. why you're not in it. your house anymore. <laughs>
2: exactly. I mean, COVID. You know, they're probably thinking, "Oh, it's just like my house. I, mm-hmm. I can I can handle a couple shots of bourbon after not drinking all quarantine, yeah, <laughs> or drinking a ton of quarantine." Drinking too much <laughs> of <Who> quarantine. <knows?
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, that that actually kind of brings up another potentially awkward situation that we encounter at the lounge. You know, we're very much to each your own. You know, do what you'd like, have a good time, but we almost feel that we have to interject when it's bothering other customers. Cause we've had multiple experiences where, um, someone is, you know, they might be doing something annoying, but then it starts transferring to the people around them and they're visibly uncomfortable. And you're at that point where you're like, I have to step in and kind of tell them to knock it off because mm-hmm. it's bothering other customers without getting that customer directly involved. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's not like um it's not the kind of place where it's allowed, you know, downtown like sports bar mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. where people are used to hearing it or seeing it. It's you have to know your surroundings mm-hmm. for sure. I think that's a big thing. You know, you can't act the same at say a lounge versus, you Church. know. <laughs> uh-huh. church, yeah. Pastor Patron, <laughs> bring it's it in far. the church etiquette <laughs> yeah know your surroundings
5: people act right yeah you know that's <laughs> a know really your good, audience that's a really good yes. point <laughs>
3: know your audience
5: know your surroundings and know your audience i think people forgot over the mm. past year how to do that so yes relearn everybody
4: oh, yes <laughs> yeah it's important
5: so yeah i'm going to recommend that um everybody
2: get a phone case that has a mirror on the back of it so you could have people check themselves before they wreck themselves. That's Whoa, like, that's my running what? my running thought on yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Davina. You go girl. All right. So, what are our um oh, God. <laughs> oh, great. Well, like I said, never a dull moment. Uh... <laughs> So, does anybody have any final thoughts on our topics tonight, on what we've been smoking and drinking? Um, what's What's your favorite spirit that we've enjoyed tonight? I know we kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, probably just generally, though. Between yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep.
5: That's 100% right. 100% the Jefferson. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And n- nothing against cognac at all. I don't mm-hmm. think any of us here are huge cognac drinkers. I no, honestly didn't try it until the last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you are a cognac drinker who also enjoys bourbon, I would still recommend it just because it doesn't, like I said, have that same sweetness that a
5: lot of cognacs have. Mm-hmm. It's a little yeah. bit more bourbon-like. It's true. So. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yes, I enjoyed it more than I enjoy most cognacs. So. Yes.
3: Yeah, I got to hand it to Fiddy. <laughs> huh?
2: All right. So on that note, Next week, Pastor Padrone, Paul and Nick will return with special guest Justin Aroa. He is on um, the present of JRE Tobacco and they'll be looking at how aging affects tobacco and by smoking aged and new Aladino Cameroon Lonsdales. So, please subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com/njbspodcast and at Not Just Blowing Smoke on Instagram. So, don't miss a thing. Thanks for being with us tonight. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke, Ladies' Night Takeover Edition.
0: Thank you. Thank you, (laughs) ladies. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website notjustblowingsmoke.com and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening everybody and that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the
1: top down on a